The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. The title of this week's episode of 15 Minutes of Fab on the Forever Fab podcast is Pink, Precious or Powerful. I wasn't going to do it. I haven't even completed all of the research on this. And I didn't want to be talking about it as everyone else was talking about it. But then I heard some varying perspectives and differing opinions that made the subject a bit interesting to me, even more interesting to me. So I decided to dedicate an episode of 15 Minutes of Fab to it. Yes, I'm going to talk about it and all of its various meanings, or as many as I could research. Today, this episode of 15 Minutes of Fab explores the world of, wait for it, Barbie. (laughs) Happy pink, (laughs) y'all. But before I get too pinkified, first a bit of history. What's up with the color pink? And why does it seem to represent so much to so many people? Well, pink is actually one of my top five favorite colors, but the pale pink and the salmon pink or the coral pink, not the hot pink. But anyway, according to Wikipedia, the color pink is actually a pale or light tint of red. And it is named after specific flowers called pinks. According to Wikipedia, also, quote, surveys in Europe and the United States found that pink is the color most often associated with charm, politeness, sensitivity, tenderness, sweetness, childhood, femininity, and romance. End quote. Pink actually had its high fashion moment in the 18th century when, quote, according to Wikipedia, pastel colors became very fashionable in all the courts of Europe. In the 20th century, pinks became bolder, brighter, and more assertive, partly because of the invention of chemical dyes that did not fade. In Nazi Germany, in the 1930s and 1940s, inmates of Nazi concentration camps who were accused of homosexuality were forced to wear a pink triangle. Because of this, the pink triangle has become a symbol of modern-day gay rights movement. The transition to pink as a sexually differentiating color for girls occurred gradually through the selective process of the marketplace in the 1930s and the 1940s. In the 1920s, some groups had described pink as a masculine color, an equivalent to red, which was considered for men, but lighter for boys. But stores, the marketplace, nonetheless 
found that people were increasingly choosing to buy pink for girls and blue for boys until this became an accept accepted norm in the 1940s, end quote. All that history on Wikipedia, folks. Now, symbolically and culturally, pink is everywhere. It's in toys, politics, sexuality, social movements, academics, law, literature, religion, sports, music, fashion, beauty, everywhere. And yes, pink is all over Barbie. Who is Barbie? Well, Barbie's full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. She's an 11-inch or 29-centimeter tall plastic doll. When was Barbie born? Barbie was introduced to the world on March 9, 1959. I think that makes her a Pisces. And she was introduced by Mattel Incorporated, a Southern California toy company. Ruth Handler, who co-founded Mattel with her husband, Elliot, led the introduction of the doll. And according to Encyclopedia Britannica Online, Barbie's physical appearance was modeled after a risque German doll that was actually a gag gift for men based on a cartoon character that was featured in a West German newspaper. Ha ha. Now, Barbie has had some ups and downs in her life, as all of us have. In a 1958 market study sponsored by Mattel, actually before the doll's release, and this was smart, Mothers were surveyed, and they objected that Barbie had, quote, too much of a figure, end quote. The next comment was that Barbie was alone and perhaps lonely, so this led to the company introducing Ken in 1961. So now Barbie is a cougar, and she's dating a younger man. <laughs> and who's a lady without girlfriends and family? In 1963, Mattel introduced Barbie's bestie, Midge, and also in 1963, Barbie's sister came along, Skipper. Now, one of the other criticisms that Barbie endured was that of not representing all girls. In response, Mattel debuted African-American and Latina Barbies in 1980. I guess better late than never, 20 plus years after the original Barbie came out. <sighs> oh, well. Now, original Barbie was also critiqued for being materialistic. I mean, since the girl had acquired so many things, accessories, toys, cars, houses, shoes, jewelry, clothes. I mean, I don't think Barbie's a hoarder, but she's got a lot of stuff. She was also criticized for being unrealistically womanly as her body proportions were beyond possible and beyond what was considered within the range of or spectrum of normal or average or everybody. Quote, in fact, in 1994, researchers in Finland announced that if Barbie were a real woman, she would not have enough body fat to menstruate, end quote. <laughs> that also came from Britannica.com. Now, kudos to Mattel, the toy company, for considering the consumer and responding with what seemed to be flexibility, openness, and maybe even a willingness to learn from people. Not only did the toy company change Barbie's body mold, quote, the doll was given smaller breasts, a wider waist, and slimmer hips, but also in 2016, the company released three additional sizes of Barbie, petite, tall, and curvy, end quote, Britannica.com. Barbie is a global figure. That cannot be denied. 
and she's one who inspired awe as well as ire. In 1995, Saudi Arabia put an end to Barbie sales because she did not comply with the Islamic dress code for women. But she is an international figure for other reasons, too. She's come to represent modern options for women all over the world. Again, according to Britannica Online, quote, many women who played with the doll credit Barbie with providing an alternative to restrictive 1950s gender roles. Unlike baby dolls, Barbie did not teach nurturing. Outfitted with career paraphernalia, the doll was a model for financial self-sufficiency. Parenthetically, Barbie's resume includes, among other things, airline pilot, astronaut, doctor, Olympic athlete, and United States presidential candidate. Nor was the doll defined by relationships of responsibility to men or family. Barbie has no husband or offspring. When in the early 1960s, consumers clamored for a Barbie-scale baby, uh, 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 Mattel did not make Barbie a mother, but issued instead a, quote, Barbie babysits playset, end quote. Touché, Mattel. On an additional note of women's empowerment, the Economic Times Online adds that, quote, Barbie trend carries an essential message, that of self-love and acceptance. It empowers women to recognize that they are all like Barbies in their unique ways, shining brightly in their ordinary lives, irrespective of conforming to conventional beauty ideals or meeting society's expectations, end quote. I kind of like that. In her latest iteration, Barbie has given rise to a number of fashion and beauty trends referred to as Barbiecore. Forbes describes Barbiecore as, quote, a trend that is characterized by all things playful, charming, feminine, and of course, pink, end quote. Barbiecore is a fashion trend, a beauty trend, a design trend, and even a self-identifying trend all inspired by the iconic Barbie doll. It's characterized by bright pinks, sparkles, and playful patterns, as well as, in my opinion, from what I've been able to observe and read, as well as the embodiment of femininity, playfulness, self-approval, self-confidence, free self-expression, dynamic fluidity, multi-dimensionality, independence hinged on interdependence, nonconformity, and self-assuredness. Yeah, maybe all of that. Now, today, the fashion and beauty trends of Barbie core include Barbie hair, which is really about maintaining healthy hair than styling it into a classic style like flowy waves or high ponytail. All pink aesthetic. That would be makeup, clothes, nail color, hair color, accessories. Fragrance is uber feminine with floral and fruity notes. And home decor, think pinks, pastels, plastics, bold maximalism, touches of luxe, and unapologetic self-expression in your decor and your design. Now, clearly, I'd like to think that Barbie is an independent thinker and that Barbie represents all women and she's just a symbol of all of us, all of us, who we are, who we want to be, who we aspire to be, breaking bowls, breaking down barriers. 
And thankfully, there's a Barbie for everyone these days. In an online article on the19th.com, journalist and education reporter Nadra Little, Nadra Nittle states, quote, for years, critics talked about Barbie's looks and accessories, but professors say her evolution reflects changing roles and perceptions about gender and American culture, end quote. The article cites a number of perspectives on Barbie and her resurgent popularity, from abject consumerism to freedom from oppression. I didn't realize that a plastic toy could mean so much, and yet it does. And that is the beauty of freedom, isn't it? To be able to have differing opinions and express and share them openly. This may be one reason why the Barbie movie, produced by Greta Gerwig, who's an award-winning American actress, screenwriter, and director, maybe that's why the movie is so interesting and complex. It isn't what you expect. It causes you to have a different perspective. It shakes things up and disrupts the status quo. Like Barbie herself, the film is complex. I'll definitely go see the movie now. And I may just wear pink. This concludes this episode of 15 Minutes of Fab on the Forever Fab podcast. As always, stay beautiful and forever fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.